Prince remembered from the current. Taja Savelle, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love, well, obviously I'm from Minneapolis, so it's wonderful to be here and just be on the Purple Current is fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, I know how much it meant to Prince. And so I'm very honored to be here and and, uh, excited. Uh, I'm excited too. (laughs) We're going to get really into your whole history with Prince and with your records uh, on the Purple Hour on Purple Current. But I just wanted to start, if you could share for us the story of how did you enter the orbit of Prince and end up working on his record label? Well, I, I, uh, he, you know, in the, in the week, the same week that he offered me my, my first record deal, I was um, also accepted into the Berkeley College of Music. So I had been working in different bands around the city and working at KMOJ Radio as a DJ, and, and I also did Community Calendar. And um, one day, the folks from Purple Rain, when they were when they were filming, called me up and said, hey, will you put this on, you know, casting call out on, on Community Calendar? Wow. And uh, I said, sure. And then, you know, I asked him about it and I ended up being uh, an extra in the movie. And um, and he he had heard my voice. Some of my music, we had started playing on, on KMOJ as well. And and I had made a little name for myself around town. Um, I was in five different bands, a couple of R&B and three jazz bands. And then I had started my own band. So one thing led to another. And, and um, he eventually asked me for a demo. And uh, so I, I got him the demo as quickly as I could, and and uh, and then he offered me a record deal, and um, so I have more more details about it in my book. But that that's sort of the you know the, those are the cliff notes of of our our meeting and how I got started. Great. So yeah. you were one of the first artists to really be on Paisley Park Records. I was. I mean, I back in the day when Paisley Park was was just you know just getting started, ju- had just been built, and and it was pretty pretty cool to to see that and to be a part of that. Something that really stands out to me when I look back on your career and your relationship with the um, Paisley Park Records is that you had your own vibe. You had such a distinct um, sound and look, and you were writing your own songs. And in that way, I feel like you're a little bit set apart from some of the other relationships that Prince had with what we now call his protégés, you know, um, where he was mostly writing and producing, and then they would kind of come in and and replace the vocals, and it was kind of more orchestrated by him. Can you talk a little bit more about kind of the dynamics there? Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting because he's so brilliant, and he really has his vision. And um, so once he decides that he wants to do something, he knows exactly how he wants that to look. And so traditionally, he would basically find people that would fill those roles. And when he originally offered me the record deal, he said, I'm, I'm thinking of putting another girls band together. He already had Apollonia 6. He already had Van- or Vanity 6 and Apollonia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said to him, I, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a solo artist. And, you know, he rapidly uh, knew that, that I wasn't going to do anything other than than that. And so he said, okay, that's fine. And then he said, I know that you're going to want to write some of your own music as well. And um, so I'm going to let you do that on on your first CD and then write some even more on your second CD. And and, um, so he gave me an amount of freedom that was um, untraditional for him at that point Mm -hmm. in in time. And, um, and also, I think a little bit uncomfortable for him, but at the same time, he he had some good insight to me as an artist and understood that I, you know, I had done a lot of hard work to develop 
my sound and and yeah, I was still in the process of it, but um, he he recognized that, and I always appreciated that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about these songs that Prince had written and then gave to you, and then what was the process for you of then taking them and putting them on the record? <laughs> well, um, he originally gave me four songs to listen to and to to have. And two of the songs I did not connect with as as much. And so I said, listen, I'd, I'd like, uh, if I could get your attention, and wouldn't you love to love me? And I'm just not feeling the other two songs. And... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, originally he said, well, you have to do all four. <laughs> you can't do any. And, uh, you know, we laughed. And I said, hey, you know, the last thing you want is for me to sing a song that I don't, that I can't feel because I'm going to look like I can't sing because I, I really can only do what I feel. Mm. And that's with everything, you know, with urban farming, with the book, with anything I'm doing, you know, any music, I have to feel it. And um, he understood that. He really understood that, and, and he really uh, had respect for that. Well, one um, thing that's been really cool recently is that one of the songs that he wrote and gave to you, we have now had a chance to hear uh, because it's part of the Originals collection, yes. um, Wouldn't You Love to Love Me. Mm-hmm. I want to know, well, how long had it been since you had heard that demo version of his, and what is it like for you to hear <laughs> it now? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, it was really thrilling. When I, uh, I, I bought a few copies of, 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 it's not the originals, it's the you know, originals, and it's 15 original songs that, that Prince demoed and gave to select artists, for those of you who may not know. And it was just recently released on Tidal and also on Warner Brothers uh, with Paisley Park Estate, mm-hmm. um, curated by Jay-Z and um, primarily, I think, by Jay-Z and, um, and other people, too, that weighed in. But... Um, so when I listened to it, first of all, I listened to the whole thing, and it was thrilling. And to hear the, the song, the original demo that he gave me again, um, it was thrilling. It was, I felt very connected to mm-hmm. him because the music was on, on originals is so raw and so him. Um, it, it just, I, I can't even, I don't know how well I can describe what it felt like for me but um you know i do urge people to get it because to get this cd it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. and you can you'll you'll feel very connected to prince i think in a way that maybe you, you know uh other songs you may may not feel because it's right. that that raw beginning very yeah. cool yeah well i know that you and prince kept in touch over the years because i actually met you at paisley park very recently yes. back in 2014 yes. and i know that he was very supportive of what you have now pursued as your career which is urban farming yes so tell us a little bit about what you've been up to and also how this ties into this book that you've okay. written okay yeah well urban farming is is an organization that i started in 2005 i was recording a cd for sony records at the time in Detroit, Michigan, or, or prior to that, uh, and I really became acquainted with all of the unused land in in the city of Detroit and and the the jobs that had been shipped overseas and the poverty, and so I started urban farming. I put my mu- music career on the back burner and started urban farming with three community gardens of free food, and uh, a pamphlet and and uh, five thousand dollars, and we now have over sixty five thousand gardens around the world that are all a part of the urban farming global food chain. Wow. And Prince was a huge supporter. He, as soon as he found out about it, he started supporting the cause. And um, 
you know, we've had hours and hours of conversations about um, how to help this world. And, and um, you know, they were conversations that were very fun because they, they weren't just we weren't just sitting around talking. We would put ideas right into action. Um, and uh, so urban farming was something that that was close to him. And through the, the work of urban farming, boots on the ground in all these different cities and rural areas and suburban areas, especially around the United States, um, but also in my travels with the music industry and being around affluent communities as well and, and, and heavily ensconced in all of these different areas, I started to see a real gap of understanding, misunderstandings with with people in all these different areas that, you know, I had friends in all these areas, but they, there were these misunderstandings. And uh, I saw a real need for, for healing our world from the root mm. and balancing our world. So, um, you know, this is, this is why I've written the book. You know, from it's, the root. it's called From the Root, yeah. and it's a me- it's a, called From the Root, a memoir and a philosophy for balance in our world, and it's all about it's it's a campaign for healing our world from the root and healing our relationships. Incredible, yeah. fascinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I know that um, Prince has also been a huge supporter of what you've now done. You've shifted a little bit away from music and focused on this urban urban farming initiative, which you write about in your new book, From yes. the Root. So tell me about. I found. Um, Something that referenced him donating some of the proceeds from the 3121 perfume campaign? Yes. Was there a link there with your work? Yes, absolutely. So he donated to seven different charities and Urban Farming was one of them. Cool. He donated every year once he found out what I was doing. Um, I'll just say Prince knew that I was writing this book. Okay. He was excited about it. I started writing it in 2011, 2012. Wow. Um prior, you know, during that time, it was about 400 pages. I had to pare it down a lot. But um, it's very succinct. I I go through uh, seven fundamental root principles that uh, I see we need um, to heal and to balance in our communities. That's great. I have one more question for you. And I've been asking everybody the same question. And you've already touched on it quite a bit today. Um, But what can you tell us about Prince, the human being? You know, I... um, I'm very, very honored to speak at the PRN Alumni Foundation events um, because I get to talk about his philanthropy and and his heart. Um, Many people know about how brilliant, obviously, he was as a musician. Uh, But the the true brilliance uh, to me is is his giving heart. Um, And if you ever get a chance to hear me speak about it, uh, you know, come on down and you'll learn so much more about him. Um, but he was, he gave all the time, just all the time. And uh, people just don't know about it all over the world. Right. Well, thank you so much. You've shared so much with us today, your own intellect and fascinating insights in your book and also your connections with Prince. It's just so wonderful. Thank you. I really you. appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me and, you know, allowing me to share all of this and hopefully it connects to the to the listener. And and if so, you know, the book is it's available on Amazon. It's a self-published book. Oh, and if it strikes a chord, you know, check it out. But I appreciate, you know, you giving me the time to talk about it and to share some of these ideas because I, I know they're really meaningful for our world right now. So thank you. And and also to be able, thank you for keeping Prince's, you know, light alive, you know, on the current, on purple current.